This is the story of Bubby's Cabin. What kind of crazy adventures will Bubby be getting into today? Let's find out now. Well, Bubby was off to his family's cabin in the woods. And his whole family was coming along. It was going to be really cool. All of his brothers and sisters were coming. His mom and dad were coming. His granny and his grampy were coming. And even the frog family was going to come by and pay a few visits. So things were looking really good so far. They got to the cabin and he bounced out of the car because it had been like 100 degrees down at his house. But up at the cabin, it was cool as a cucumber. It was as cool as the other side of his pillow. And he popped out and he said, oh, dad, this cabin air is just fresh, fresh as a daisy. It's as fresh as a flower. a flower that has been picked from a wild mountain meadow. And his dad was like, yes, indeed it is, my good man. Indeed it is. And so his dad told everyone they had to help him unload the van. And so they were all taking stuff out of the van. And Bubby put his arms out and said, load me up, dad. And his dad said, okay, tell me when to stop. And he loaded a sleeping bag into his hands. Then he loaded a big bag of groceries into his hand. Then they loaded um, a music CD box onto his hands. Then they loaded a bunch of hammocks onto his hand. Then they loaded a bunch of pocket knives on his hand. And Bubby didn't want to say no because he wanted to prove how manly he was by carrying tons of stuff. But it was getting really heavy. And he was like, uh, okay, that's enough, Dad, that's enough. But his pile of stuff was loaded so high that he could hardly move. So he just was like, I'll just take it one step at a time, one step at a time. And he took one step. Everything's cool. Took two steps. Everything's cool. But then he could see at the top of his pile of stuff a pocket knife was shimmying its way over towards the edge of the pile to the point where it was about to fall right on top of his head. And he was like, please let that pocket knife be closed. Please let that pocket knife be closed. And all of a sudden he took his next step and slip. The pocket knife fell off the pile coming right for his head and pink. It hit him on the head and he said, oh, phew, it was closed. But then he realized having a pocket knife fall on your head still kind of hurts even if it's closed. And he said, ouch. But once again, he tried to play it low key because he didn't want people thinking that he was afraid of a little old pocket knife. But just when he said that, Junior Bear came around the corner and said, oh, sweet, look at this pocket knife. And he didn't know what he was doing. He bumped into Bubby and Bubby dropped his whole pile of stuff and it all fell everywhere. All the groceries, the jar of pickles splattered into a thousand pieces. And then Junior Bear was like, sweet, pickles. And he took the pocket knife and stabbing each pickle and eating it. Stab, eat, stab, eat, stab, eat. And Bubby was like, dude, you're out of control, Junior Bear. We'll have no pickles for our hot dogs tonight. Oh, no. And his dad came around the corner and said, Bubby, I heard a big commotion. What's, what's the matter? And he's like, oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Nothing. And then he started to weep and he's like, I dropped the pickles and they shattered into a trillion pieces and Junior Bear 
And his dad was like, it's okay, Bubby, it's okay. I saw you carrying that big pile and I knew it was going to be too much. But at some point, you've got to let the children go and experience things for themselves. And now you've learned the valuable lesson about not biting off more than you can chew. And Bubby was like, yes, indeed, I have. He said, but I still appreciate that fighting spirit of wanting to carry everything in one trip. Why, when I was a young man, there was a time when I tried to carry everything in one trip. (laughs) I'll tell you all about it sometime. Anyways, let's get back to work. So they loaded up and they got everything into the cabin. When they got into the cabin, though, they were just trying to chill out. And Bubby noticed that his eyes were getting really itchy. So he's like, no, I'm not going to rub them. I'm not going to rub them. But then he's like, oh, I just I just have to. Once he put his hand up and started rubbing his eyes, like, oh, it feels so good once you start rubbing it. Oh, but then he tried to take his hand off and his eyes had become totally bloodshot. And he's like, oh, no. And then he couldn't stop rubbing it. And I don't know if any of you guys have had allergies, but that is what was going on with Bubby. And because the cabin was full of really old, old furniture and pillows and dust, it was getting into his eyes and he was having a major allergic reaction. And all of a sudden, he turned around and looked at his mom and said, Mom, uh, is there any reason why I might have itchy eyes in here? And she went, Ah, Bobby, your eyes, they're pure red. They're as red as a blood moon. And Bubby was like, oh, I hadn't noticed. And she was like, Bubby, come here right away. And she rinsed his eyes out with ice cold water. He's like, ah, that feels much better. (laughs) And she gave him a little allergy medicine. And she said, this should be feeling better in just a few minutes. And so um, Bubby sat down and he put an ice cold cloth over his eyes and he felt the fire in his eyes starting to get put out and he he was sitting there thinking he's like man this cabin trip is going to be so fun but it's off to a little bit of a rocky start but that's when he heard just the thing that he was hoping to hear ding dong the doorbell rang and it was the frog family popping in and they hopped in the door and they said hey guys we brought the marshmallows are you guys ready to roast some marshmallows or what Bubby was like, yes, the best part. So he put a marshmallow on his stick and he started roasting it. Started roasting, roasting. Oh, his schmallow was looking so good. So good. Over there. And then he said, hey, hey, Froggersons, I think my marshmallow is ready for a s'more. And he walked over to Father Frog and said, oh, excellent. I've got a a small right here for you. It's all ready. And he looked at it, and there was the two graham crackers, and there was some, you know, dark brown stuff on there that looked like chocolate. And he put the marshmallow on there, squeezed it in. He was so excited. He took a big bite. And he's like, hmm, pretty good. Something tastes a little funny, but, you know, whatever. Took a few more bites, and he was like, that funniness is really just making it weird for me. Weird, weird, weird. And he said, uh, Mr. Frogerson, I'm really loving this s'more, but can I ask, is there anything different about it? He's like, oh, yes, this is fly chocolate. 
It's made with flies, my favorite food. You know, like the kind that buzz around. And Bubby was like, ah, fly chocolate, yes. And out loud, he was like, well, thank you very much for sharing the fly chocolate with me. In his mind, he was thinking, I don't think I like fly chocolate as much as I like milk chocolate. But whatever. And so he cooked up another marshmallow, and Mr. Frogerson was like, how about some more fly chocolate on that schmore, Bubby? And he's like, I'm just going to eat this marshmallow without any fly chocolate. Thanks, though, brother. So he ate a whole bunch of marshmallows without worrying about the s'mores. And finally, it was time for bed. And he tried to go find an awesome place to sleep, and he checked all his normal spots. He checked over on the little ledge with the pillows, but Junior Bear was already there. He checked in the upstairs loft, but Techno Bear was already up there. He checked over on the soft couch and on the soft beds, but all of his brothers and sisters were already spread out in all those spots. So he just opened the door and walked outside and decided, well, this will be great. There's nowhere to sleep inside, but... A bear in his natural habitat, I'm going to sleep outside in the hammock. So he creeped up into the hammock. And then he finally felt himself starting to slip, slip, slip away. And after he fell asleep, he felt really, really restful. And then in the middle of the night, the wind started to blow. And while the wind was blowing, his hammock started to rock back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And while it was rocking, there was a little sharp piece of bark that was starting to cut the rope of his hammock. Cut, 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 cut. When all of a sudden... Boom, down he fell, his hammock fell, and he fell down, and he was like, oh, man, that was a surprise. It was 6 a.m., and the sun was just about to get up. And so Bubby was really looking on the bright side of things on this trip. He looked up, and he said, well, good luck is on my side, I guess. I'm going to be the one who gets to watch the sun rise over the mountains. And so he stood there and he watched the sun rise over the mountaintops. And as it peeked out, it shined down on his face. And he just felt so good. And he said to himself, Boy, am I one lucky bear. Get to watch the sun rise over the mountains in perfect peace and tranquility. And the rest of that day went just as planned. And Bubby He just loved that day and he learned the lesson of sometimes not everything goes your way, but sometimes you can find some good times even when things don't go as planned. The end.